1: Hello. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Kim Hake. I'm your host. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome to the show. I hope everyone is ready for this long weekend. Um, Looks like school has started and everyone's back from vacation and we are actually in September. I can't believe time has flown. Well, everyone, welcome to another episode of And Security for All. Um, don't forget, if this is your first time tuning in, that you can find any of our past episodes on your favorite podcast station, like Google Play, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Facebook, wherever you like to listen to your uh, podcasts. Well, it is Labor Day weekend. I was doing a little bit of... um. I just I was like, what does Labor Day weekend officially mean? So I found something that said the true meaning of Labor Day remembers those who have given their time, best efforts and hard work in their lives for this blessed country. So happy Labor Day, everyone. We're also coming up on the 20th year of 9-11. I've been watching many documentaries over the fast, past few weeks on the history of 9-11. Um, Currently, National Geographic has an amazing mini-series on remembering 9-11. I would definitely encourage any American to go back and watch it definitely brings back a somber memory of all the lives lost 20 years ago. It's hard to believe it was 20 years ago. And it, it reminds me of how important Labor Day weekend is. All those firefighters, police officers, public workers who took a vow to save lives even if it meant losing their own life during 911 besides the thousands and thousands of civilians that lost their life there was a total of somewhere around 400 firefighters police officers paramedics and other public workers that lost their lives saving many many lives and i i believe that was the biggest loss in you know one day that we've ever had of firefighters and our police officers officers it just reminds us how courageous these guys are and women are um, I feel like sometimes it's easy to take them for granted and you know they really are the heroes of this great country so if you see a firefighter a police officer any public servant out there this weekend just make sure that you say hi and thank them for all they're doing and I hope that they all have an amazing weekend and I hope that they're celebrated Speaking of an amazing, I have another amazing guest today. He is back for the second time, and I'm so happy to have him. George Finney, he is the Chief Information Security Officer of SMU out of Dallas, Texas. He is an award winning author of Well Aware. He was currently our keynote speaker at our first hybrid event that we had in Dallas, Texas a few weeks ago in the middle of August. He, um, again, is it talks all about, you know, uh, habits, phishing, zero trust, cybersecurity, security awareness. He just, I have his book, Well Aware, that we're going to talk about. So um, that is called uh, Mastering the Nine Cybersecurity habits, habits to Protect Yourself in the Future. So welcome to the show, George. Thank you so much for having me, Kim. It's awesome to be
2: here with you today.
1: Yeah, and how is everything? Thank you. It's always a pleasure talking to you. It's always fun having you. And you just—we were talking pre-show since you are the Chief Information Security Officer at SMU. What's your week been like? Is this, was this the first week of school?
2: This is the second uh, full week of school, so it's 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 starting to settle down and get back to normal. Uh, you know, I, I've been at SMU for 18 years, and you know, it seems like every year gets more stressful. Uh, and I thought, you know, surely with with last year being uh, COVID, uh, you know, back to school, you know, from from there on out would would, would have been easy. Um, and it turns out, no, it's actually uh, it, it, it keeps getting harder. Um, you know, we're already getting slammed with you know more uh, you know email uh, uh, fishes for for gift card scams and. You know, so, you know, just a reminder, our job is never done. We, we, we can't sleep. Um, you know, we, we, we've got to keep uh, uh, helping protect our, our community.
1: So how are you guys, um, how do you even handle those situations? What kind of education are the students being provided with that kind of, you know, awareness of phishing attacks and just their responsibility of keeping their community, you know, um, their culture clean when it comes to cybersecurity threats.
2: You know, we, we we do some education for the students, and it, it's it's interesting. It's such a challenge. We we kind of assume that you know students coming in, you know, are, you know, we call them digital natives, right? They've they've grown up. Then you know, they they they, they don't know anything other than having grown up with the internet. Um, but, th- you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that, th- that they're technical uh, uh, just because you, you can use a, a cell phone and you understand uh, how Snapchat works um, doesn't necessarily, you know, help set you up to, uh, to, to be successful, to, to protect yourself online. So, you know, you know, definitely I, I come back to, to, to habits and, and that's what the book was all about. Um, it, you know, it, it's, it's really about uh, making sure you, you do the things that you need to be secure. Every day, and, and and you don't put yourself into a position uh, where where you're going to uh, ex- expose yourself or expose your your password or your password challenge questions, uh, uh, you know, inadvertently through a, through a Buzzfeed quiz or something like that.
1: Well that takes us into the discussion today as talking about your book and these habits that all of us, all of us have habits that are hard to break and as we get older they're harder and harder to break and uh, recently you were our keynote speaker in Dallas and you talked about several of these different things. Like what what are some of that? Well, first of all, why don't we start with what was the motivation and what was that path of you even starting this book? And what inspired you to do this book?
2: So, so you know, way back in the day uh, when I when I first became a CISO, um, you, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people were really excited. We, you know, the university didn't have a, a, a CISO when I started. Um, and so everybody was 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 doing their parts. that, uh, You know, people were you know sec, you know running firewalls or uh, running the network, uh, you know, doing uh, doing security awareness training. And um, man, when I took over, uh, the person that was the, was doing all those trainings was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're here. Uh, we finally got an expert to teach security awareness." And I'm like, "Wait, um, I, I've hardened servers. I, you know, I, I, I was a sysadmin for a little while. I, you know, I, I got my law degree, and I, you know." very knowledgeable in compliance and policy um so I've, I've had an interesting career uh but i was like oh man um uh you know what do i need to do to train people and what what do they need to know and how would i how would i be effective at, at training them um and, and it's been a journey um but wh- where i've come to is you know particularly for, for non-technical folks right there, there, there are lots of great uh security training courses for i.t folks uh, but what what do what do the rest of us need to know? Um, and you know th- there is this great tradition uh, within the business community of of you know having professional development throughout your career, right? You, you maybe you get your MBA, but you're still gonna you read the, the the literature that's out there, and everybody's read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, or uh, uh, you know, good to great or, or, or those kinds of books. And I thought, oh, this is a great uh, paradigm for us to copy in security um, to, to say, you know, here, here's here's how people expect uh, professional development to work in when, when you're, uh, you know, going to get it, uh, the next VP job uh, or, or if you aspire to be a CEO one day. Um, and guess what? CEOs are getting fired uh, for not getting cybersecurity right. Um, and I, I think that, you know, whatever your career path is going to be, um, wherever you're at, whether it's in sales or accounting, or maybe you're a, a lawyer or a dentist, um, you know, all, all of those career paths are gonna involve technology and they're all gonna involve cybersecurity. So I, I, th- I think by understanding cyber and, and being involved and engaged with, with your cyber folks, um, that's gonna set you up for the next step in your career. It, it's gonna help you stand out. Uh, uh, you know, in, in whatever role you're you're going to be in, it's going to help you protect your family. Um, so, you know, in other words, it's really personal to you. Um, so, so that's that's why I wanted to write a book that that was non-technical, that that was really geared toward helping people, you know, get to that next level wherever they were at in in, in their careers. But, I, thinking also about my security program, I wanted to have something that was also actionable for for security folks. That was a model. Uh, for for helping train their users as well, and and that and that's how I I kind of came across and, and uh, or uh, I guess reverse engineered uh, the 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 nine cybersecurity habits, um, and 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 so you know really I, I wanted to create a model where we can train people to to, to do those things they need to do every day, um, and, and and you know we, through all the research I did for the book we found that. Um, you know, there's a habit loop that, you know, I mean, you know, we say it's, it's, it's hard to to teach an old dog new tricks. Um, but really I think as humans, we can be intentional about who we want to be in, in, the future, right? We, we can choose those healthy habits, uh, whether it's working out or, you know, eating right or, uh, quitting, you know, some of our vices like smoking or drinking. Um, we can choose to do those things and we can also choose to, to, to be secure. And I think we can make it easy on folks. That, 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 that's, that's my one criticism of, of, of how security thinks about awareness is we kind of frame it in such a way that, that people are, are turned off by it and they're, uh, they they think it's hard. They think it's going to be a lot of work. Um, and I think well aware and, and the nine cybersecurity habits uh, makes it easy. It makes it approachable for folks.
1: So when you start, when did when was the book actually published, and how long did it take you to publish it? And did your is is this kind of the structure? Like I, I know we talked about when you were in Dallas, you were on the stage, and you, and you did a, you did some test trials, I think, with some of your your, your kid your children. So let's let's just talk about that because I loved you know. T- I, I just love the story behind this whole book. So, you, you know, gosh,
2: um, the, the book itself, and, and if you're in security or, or if, if, you know, everybody I talk to, like, they'll come up and, oh, oh my gosh, I, I want to write a book. Um, how do, how'd you do it? Um, you know, for, for me, there's there's lots of different ways to, to, to make it happen. Um, the, the book came out in October of 2020. So it's it's, it's almost been out a, a full year now. And it's, it's, it's been a, an amazing journey. After the book has, has has come out, but it really took about three years to to to, to write the book, to do all the research, uh, all the interviews. You know, of course, I'm doing it in my in my spare time. Uh, you know, aside from my day job being a CSO, um, so you know, lots of folks will tell you you need to write every day. Um, for me, you know, I, I could really only write like once a week on the weekends. So that, that's kind of my hobby. Some people play golf or tennis. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm a writer, so. Um, you know, I'd sit down for two or three hours, you know, on the weekends, but, you know, I'd be taking notes throughout the week and I'd kind of consolidate them. And, and it, it really did, you know, it's, it's kind of this, this, you know, passion project, right? I, I really wanted wanted a way to, to make a difference for, uh, for the world when, when we approach security, um, and it, it, you know, I, I tell a lot of the, the stories of successful business leaders or successful, uh, cybersecurity leaders, but, you know, it's also a personal journey. Um, so, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know how I do this, but, um, I, I, started teaching my, my daughter, uh, at kind of an early age to play pranks. Um, and, and, you know, usually it's, you know, it's pranks on mom and, you know, of course, you know, I, I get the blowback for, you know, her, you know, her, her, you know, pranking me or, uh, her helping mom, uh, you know, come up with plans to prank me. But, uh, you know, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's now kind of ingrained in her personality. So you know one of the habits the, the last habit is deception um and you know th- that's one of the, the the habits that i think is most difficult for people to to adopt because nobody likes lying and and there there are, you know there are real reasons why we've evolved to 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 not be deceptive um, in our day-to-day lives but you know it, it's fascinating when i take her now to uh to, to chick-fil-a or whatever drive-through i go through you know sometimes they'll ask you know your name and that's really cool like you know i mean it makes makes it more of a personal experience but um, she had the observation when when she was like four or five that these people don't need to know my real name, right? Um, you know, they don't need to announce it to a to a room of crowded people uh, that you know George's order is ready. She so you know one one day I, I remember you know we're we're going through the drive-thru and she's like, Dad, Dad, you know I'm, I'm trying to place the order and she's like, Dad, give him a fake name, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. um... Okay, fine. I'll, I'll, you know, so you know, uh, you know, it, she loves it because you know we're we're being you know secure, um, but we're all, we're having fun. We're playing pranks, kind of. It's it's harmless. Um, she loves coming up with. I have to give a different name every time. I can't use the same fake name. Um, so you got to kind of like you know w- when you get your food, you got to remember what fake name you gave. <laughs> and 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 th- and that's that's actually how we teach our our, our folks at SMU to. Uh, to, to do password challenge questions right because you know if if your password challenge question is your mother's maiden name well or, you know that a lot of people use that right that's very easy to find out through research on social media or whatever um, so you know we, we tell people to uh, come up with a fake answer um, and you know whenever you're creating that new account right we want that habit uh, to be you know you you, you automatically go to I, I know my fake answer I'm gonna answer orange or banana or something um, instead of the city where you were born um, but that's a that's a really common you know uh, technique to, to hack uh, email and and you know several famous politicians have have, have, have had their uh, personal emails compromised this way because you know everybody knows the city where they were born um, and really easy to just reset the password to whatever account it is um, and now you have total control you can download all that email you can take over other accounts that might be related with that email whether it's online shopping or uh, or credit cards or banking um, so uh, you know really that simple habit of 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 deception um, you know w- however it manifests itself can really help insulate you from from the bad guys being able to to, to get in and, and, and do whatever it is they're they're, they're going to do
1: I wonder how many people out there actually fill in the right answer who is your oldest sibling or Who is your youngest sibling? So I did, I did, you know, I just had to reset some occasionally my bank, you know, well, it's, My accountant will call me and like, your bank needs you to reset your password. So I actually, instead of coming up with some crazy password, I started thinking, I'm going to do what you said. So I've been incorporating that. It's so much easier. I can remember my password instead of all the 18 crazy digits. It's just like you said, doing something like banana for your oldest sibling or, you know, just I, I, I love that. And it's just such a simple way of doing things instead of having Twenty-character passwords, but not everyone may agree with that. I'm not sure.
2: You know, I don't. I don't even know my passwords anymore. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I have a tool that that you know generates you know random super long passwords, and if I forget them, I you know I can just reset them. It's not a big deal. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I think we we've got to move past the the password as as like the the, the gateway into to, to security. There's so many more things that we need folks to. To be doing to help protect themselves, um, yeah. It, it, we, we we but it has to feel easy, right? It has to feel exactly natural and, and something you want to do, which is which is why you know we. Uh, so I I've, I've kind of had the observation as as I was writing the book that um, the first four habits. Um, I don't I don't think we've listed the habits yet. So the well, let's four habits,
1: start. Yeah, yeah, let's start.
2: Um, so the first four habits are all internal. They're they're things that you do inside of yourself. Um, so it's it's cybersecurity literacy, skepticism vigilance and secrecy right so you can keep secrets inside yourself you can always be on the lookout for threats Um, and then the final five habits uh, are all things that you do that involve other people so uh those are culture and diligence uh community mirroring and deception but what i realized you know the first question people would ask uh about the you know the habits are like okay i I love the book um it's so relatable i love how you tell stories but george nine habits? Uh, That's a lot. Um, Where where do I even start? Um, And and so I've I've developed this personality test. Um, And and so you can go to to, to my website, wellawaresecurity.com and and take the the test for free. Um, But the idea is it it will help you uh, start to identify your biggest strength uh, when it comes to your internal habits, as well as your external cybersecurity habits. Um, And so what I say is, don't don't necessarily think about all nine. Uh, focus on the, the the one or two that, that are most meaningful to you, that that, that align with your values, uh, that that, that makes sense. And and because you're starting with with those, it'll it'll be easy. Um, you you you'll, if, if deception is, is is your is your go-to, right? You know you know telling the the, the barista at Starbucks you know, a, a fake name, totally should 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 be cool with you. Right. But instead, if it's skepticism or vigilance, um, you know, those are going to be easy to start your, your process of building healthy habits uh, when it comes to cybersecurity. Um, and from there, you will start to, to, to think about the other habits and start to, to, to bring in new behaviors. Uh, but, but it's really the you know, I, I think the, the thing that's missing from a lot of security training um, is that it, you have to first have an identity as someone who who, who thinks that they can be secure. Um, and, and too many folks have, have heard the message, you know, uh, you know, it, you know, cybersecurity is hard. Uh, people are the weakest link. Um, it's, it's a matter of, uh, of when not if right. And, and the message we're telling them is that you should, you should just give up. Um, uh, and, 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 you know, there's nothing you can do. And instead, I, I think there are things that you can do. Um, but that developing that belief that, Ah, I, I am that person, right? That 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 values security. It, it, it's easy. It's something that I'm going to do every day. Um, you know, I, I, for for a long time, um, you know, I, I kind of stopped recommending to people that they should, you know, hit Control Alt Delete, or, you know, or, or Windows L uh, when 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 they walk away from the computer, right? You lock your computer when you walk away, in part because we have technology solutions for that. You can just automatically have your computer lock itself. After a few minutes of inactivity, but again, that 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 core value of, of hitting Control Alt Delete and locking your computer as you walk away is, is a habit, and that is one of the easiest ways um, to to start the process of building habits because you know you 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 know what you're going to do right the cue um, there are three parts to the habit loop it's the cue the behavior and the reward um, or prompt behavior and and, and reward um, and. You know, the cue is when I'm going to get up from my desk, I hit control, delete or Windows L, lock my computer. Uh, that's that's the behavior. Um, and the reward, you, you, we have to have the reward in order to hack our own brains, in order to trick ourselves into doing it again next time, right? We, we need to, to get that tiny, tiny dopamine fix. So, you know, it could be something as simple as, you know, playing air guitar or patting yourself on the back, giving yourself a high five um you know different rewards work differently for different people right maybe i uh maybe i should give myself a, a reese's peanut butter cup or uh uh you know uh, look at a picture of my kid to, to make myself feel happy um what, whatever the rewards are um reinforcing that um you know connecting different security habits together so that uh, you know after i uh you know change my password to us to a you know and you start using a password vault, i'll also change my password challenge questions or uh, you know, I'll update uh, you know different settings to to go check and make sure uh, I get alerts when you know someone logs into my account, for example. Uh, all of those things are, are 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 really easy to do, but again, you have to to to, to have that value as as you know security is something important to you. And and I think that's what the personality test gives you. It's that identity of hey, I'm a cybersecurity explorer. I'm a security scientist. Um, and reinforcing that with, uh, you know, it just helps jumpstart your own process of of introspection about learning who you are and what your values are. And that, and I think that you, we're helping people grow at the same time that we're helping them be more secure, which which is amazing. I I I love this.
1: So on the personality test, what um, once you collect all that data, what are some of the are there like five like. Are there just a certain grouped amount of being an explorer or being, you know, what what are those definitions?
2: Yeah, so uh, so there, there are twenty different personality types, right? So the the the, the four internal uh, person uh, uh, habits with the the five external habits um, give you you know uh, twenty different personalities. But but really, the most common one um, is is the cybersecurity scientist, um, and and I, I I love the the name cybersecurity scientist because. You know the 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 internal habit is is, is skepticism. Um, and the external habit is culture, right? So totally makes sense uh, to call it a scientist, right? Because you know scientists have this you know idea of scientific method. Um, you know they, they they test their hypothesis, they come up with an idea., ah, is that really right? Um, and they test it again. They find different ways of of evaluating and peer review and all, all of those other things that go into being a scientist. Um, and I think it's amazing that that's the most common. Uh, personality type, because that's kind of where, we're, where we've been pushing people to, 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 to be in security, right? We want them to be skeptical, um, and we want them to, to, to value cre- having a community that also shares that. Um, but I, I will say, you know, for, from my own experience, um, you know, it, when, when people don't share my values, right, they're, they're different from me. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's maybe a little hard to get along with them. And, you know, it's easy to dismiss and say, well, you don't, you don't care about security because you did something differently. Uh, but I, I think the, the opposite is true. I think it takes a community of different types of personalities uh, to come together to, to really represent all of the habits to make ourselves se- secure. So, um, you, know, you know, part of the, 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 the quiz is I ask people to, to, to tell me what their, their job title is. Um, at, at, the, at the very end. And, um, you know, I've, I've tried to do some correlation uh, with different uh, job categories, but for, for CISOs, uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's fascinating. Again, the, the most common uh, personality type for a CISO is, is a scientist, uh, but there's also the, the believer or the beacon uh, or the defender or the explorer. Um, and all of them, again, bring different values uh, and, and, and kind of worldviews to, to those roles. Um, th- there's, I, I don't think there's any one you know, perfect or right way to, to 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 be a CISO or the right personality type, but um, I, I think it's really about the team you build around you. Um, and so I, I, I will also kind of help uh, uh, teams, you know, kind of plot themselves on. on I, I, I'm, I'm call it my radar chart. But um, you know, once you start to plot your personality types um, in, in the in the different you know areas, you you can start to see how your team can work together. Um, and, and thinking about how your team, uh, what your what your objectives for the for for the team is, or what your goals are, um, you know, if a team is a very operations driven, maybe it makes sense to have a lot more representation from the the vigilance habit, right? Because you want them to be always on the lookout for uh, for for bad things, right? So that would make sense in in a in a security operations kind of role. Um, whereas, you know, if, if you're in more of an education role. Um, you know, maybe you know, focusing more on uh, on literacy and community might uh, be uh, uh, where you're at. That 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 would be the cybersecurity professor type, by the way. Um, so you know, lots lots of different you know, perspectives that that we can bring to security. Um, and, and I think just understanding you know where your team's you know uh, uh, values are uh, is, is is incredibly valuable to 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 us as leaders. Um, and, and again, you know, I, I think. Uh, you know bringing people together uh, and, and helping us continue to grow and, and, and learning to value one another's contributions um that, that's not just security right that that's 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 good leadership overall and I, and i think you know you know helping connect people is, again th- this, this is what we ought to be doing in security that, you know we, we want to protect uh the community as as well as individuals and and bring people together right that's that's why we come together as as, as social animals is, is for mutual protection. Um, and 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 you know, gosh, just being you know engaged in that is, is I, I think that's one of the things that makes security such a, such a rewarding career to be in.
1: Well, um, one of our listeners, Darren Bennett, our good friend, the CISO of the City of San Diego, he was our keynote speaker. He just said, "Amen, team is everything," and I have to echo that for sure. Without a good team, nothing can be accomplished. And it's hard finding a good team. So and we're lucky. I have a very good team. I'm very fortunate of that. And not everyone has good teams. So um, I'm glad you brought that up. So when you're talking about CISOs, it's, it's interesting that they all end up having the same personality type. Um, but then when you look at different teams, like your red teams and your different colored teams, do you, are you finding that they have the same personality type as well?
2: Well, I, I, sh- I should first say, um, you know, it, we're, we're still in beta testing. I've had a, a, a few hundred people take the, the personality test. So I definitely need your help. Go to wellawaresecurity.com and, and take the free assessment. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I've, I've noticed, which I wish I could award people points for the deception habit, um, you know, some people will put fake titles in, which is totally fine. You you can still get your results. Um, I, I I wish I, I again could could go back and rescore and 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 give a little more points for, for deception if you give a fake title, but uh, we can't do that. Um, so so you know I, I I would love to 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 kind of my I, I guess where I want to go with the test is I'd love to kind of help folks that are new to security. Um, find out you know where their values are, where, where their passions lie and help maybe direct them to uh, to, to, to careers in security that, that align with their personality type right so you know pe- people love the red teaming that's that's kind of the sexy thing um, in in security right now but that's maybe not for everyone. Um, it's also you know going into a security operations center analyst role, um, analyst is one of the the, the personality types. Um, you know that, that's great for some people. Uh, but I worry about burnout. I worry about long-term, uh, you know, uh, success in, in in some of these roles. If you know you're you're growing and stretching outside of of, of where you where where you are as a person, um, so so finding that 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 right fit for you, I, I think is something we we don't do enough of in security. Right? We we say, well, here's your career path. Start you know at the SOC and you know. Go from here, or you know, you go through IT and, and and you know, learn to do networking, and then move over. Um, there's there's lots of different ways into security, but you know, I, I think recognizing that that it you know, it's people that, that are in security, right? We, you know, these are human beings, and we all have things that we we want to get out of life, um, and and you know, unique values that we bring to our organizations. Um, I, I think finding those and, and and valuing them is is something that. Um, you know, gosh, yeah, yeah I, I would love to eventually be able to, to help provide, I don't know, I guess, career guidance, uh, with the personality tests, but, you know, it also works for, for non-technical folks, right. I, you know, uh, so, you know, eventually we'll be able to, 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 say the same thing about CFOs or CEOs, um, but definitely there, there, there are a lot of different personality types out there. And, and, and that is really cool. Right?
1: Well. We will definitely. I already see someone on my great team just posted um, the link to take that personality tests and when we do the after post of the show we'll make sure we put that out there and I will definitely start putting that in our future con booths on all these Mm -hmm. virtual events if you promise to share those results with us because I find it very fascinating all the different type of personalities because you know many of the security world is just tagged as you know this one type of personality and I and I even try to you know make my I have a younger daughter that I would love to see her get into this field, but she just already has identified that field as boring mm-hmm. and, you know, she doesn't understand that there's so many different avenues that you can go down.
2: Well, it, it, it's true that, that that's actually one of the habits is, is, is mirroring. Um, and so, uh, you know, just, just taking a step back. So there's, there's a lot of kind of psychology and neuroscience in the book, which I think is fun and cool. I, I, I try and approach it in a way that's, that's not like scary, uh, or, or, you know, off-putting. Um, but w- one of the things that, that, that I, I just love, like, they're actually different, like, parts of the brain that really align with the different habits. So for, for mirroring, there, there are these things in our brain called mirror neurons. Um, and they fire when, when you see other people doing things, right? So if you've ever, like, watched a professional athlete get injured uh, or, you know, break their foot or whatever, and you feel that same pain um, in, in your foot, um, that's your mirror neurons at work um and so we we have this natural uh you know, they call mirror neurons kind of the the, the built-in empathy mechanism uh for, for human beings right because we, we we learn from one another with with them uh we can gauge other people's intent with them um but also right you know there, there's this great quote from aristotle you know friends uh hold a mirror up to one another um and i think that's incredibly powerful um you have to kind of trust people to to hold a mirror up to say, George, like, look at yourself in the mirror and and see, like, yeah, you're, you know, whatever it is you just said it was totally dumb uh, or you shouldn't have you know been that way. Right. That's that's the value and, and power of mirroring as a habit. Um, and, and part of what we need, I think, uh, you know, again, you know, wh- whether it's your daughter or other women in security, right, we, we need uh, a more diverse group of folks uh to get in because in, in part because that helps break down the cognitive biases that, that that are naturally built in to us right um and and that again is one of those things that the mirroring habit um you know getting yourself out of the box actually seeing yourself from a completely different perspective can can do for you that's why we do red teaming at all right that, that's why we do pen testing um and that's why we tell people on social media uh, to, you know, look at your profile as though uh, you were, you know, a, a, an anonymous member of the public to see whatever it is that you, you, you know, might be sharing. And, you know, you've got to decide whether you're okay with sharing that information to, to the public or not. Um, so as a habit, it's really important, you know, in, individually. It's also really important, you know, globally as an industry, um, you know, that that we have, you know, a more diverse group of folks, both in terms of men and women also you know in, in terms of cultural perspectives
1: well it's interesting just speaking of habits because as i'm sitting here talking to you i find myself slouching and then i'm thinking of habits i'm like okay it's just even like that whole habit of just sitting up straight and be you know it, it's really hard to break habits and so let's talk about the second half of the book and some of the other habits
2: yeah. So, uh, gosh, there, there's so many habits that, that, that I love. It's, it's, you know, it, it's hard to pick my favorite. Um, <laughs> I, I, I certainly think, you know, I, I, mentioned community, uh, you know, in terms of coming together as a social animal. I, I think that's the most important of all the habits. Um, and, and, and here's why, um, you know, whatever habit you, you may uh, be good at, right. Whatever your strength is, um, you know, uh, say skepticism is, is your habit, you're, 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 you question everything, you're Fox molder, right? Trust no one. <laughs> um, so cool. Um, well, if, if that's the only thing you, you have in your toolkit, um, you're, you're still not gonna be able to be successful, right? So I think we collectively need a community to come together uh, both, you know, individually, right, you know, if you're a small business owner, you you need a, a community of folks to help give you advice, whether that's accountants, whether that's a tax attorney, uh, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, f- folks to run your IT. Um, you have to have a go to person to ask questions about cybersecurity. Um, and, you know, oh, my gosh, community. Is, is by far the, the most important ha- habit that we have developed. And, you know, it's, it's even codified in, in, you know, some of the, uh, the uh, one of the executive orders that, that actually Bill Clinton put, put in place back in the late 90s. Um, you know, he started this, this process for creating the Information Security Advisory Councils or I, ISACs or ISAUs, um, by far, right? Whatever industry you're in, education has one, financial services, retail, uh, power. Uh, they all share intel w- w- amongst one another. So, if your organization, you know, you know, isn't a member of an ISAC or ISAO, uh, definitely get involved. Right? Texas has has a great uh, uh, ISAO, um, and getting the, the information from those groups about uh, active attacks or active vulnerabilities um, helps you get better that much faster. Again, it's the habit of community. Um, uh, you know, I, I would also, uh, you know, one of the one of my favorite stories. Um, you know, is, is, is moving on to a different habit, uh, habit of culture, um, you know, one of the fascinating, so I, I did a little bit of extra research for the book and, I, you know, there's this saying uh, by, by a management consultant, his name is Peter Drucker. Um, he said that uh, uh, culture eats strategy for breakfast, um, which is interesting, right? So the, the idea is, you know, a lot of executives will come in um, and they have these visions of, of, of what they want the company to do. Uh, There's their strategies, um, but they won't take into account the, the culture of the organization and whether that culture aligns and supports uh, whatever that strategy or, or vision is. And often those those strategies will fail uh, because the culture didn't support them. Um, and and so I had this theory. Well, what if culture eats cybersecurity for breakfast? Um, what what would that look like? And and how could we we we, we prove whether that's true or not? Um, so I took a list of all the companies that were were breached in 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 2018 while I was writing the book, um, and I cross-referenced their culture scores on Glassdoor.com, um, and and so fascinating. Uh, so as it turns out, uh, companies that with with a poor uh, uh, rating on Glassdoor uh, were three times more likely uh, to have been the victim of a data breach uh, than than a company with with a higher than average uh, uh, culture rating, right? So. Uh, this, this, you know, this doesn't matter for industry or region or the country, um, you know, it, 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 what technology they used. It was, it was really about culture, and, and culture is, I think, a great indicator of of whether an organization is going to be successful or not. Right, there's lots of research out there in, in the business community about profitability. Right, having a good culture uh, uh, makes you more more money, uh, but it also makes you more secure, um, which is fascinating. And you know, the, it, it's it's a challenge. I I, I have my own podcast uh, that that uh, uh, comes out uh, every week. It's called the Well Aware Security Show, and um, my guest next week uh, is is going to focus on uh, culture. Uh, but it's but it's fascinating. Um, you know, who owns culture in an organization, and, and is is it a, is it a CISO uh, role to play, right? To to be the chief uh, culture officer. Um, you know, uh, some companies do have a chief culture officer. Uh, but, you know, h- how do you influence that? And, it, you know, it, it, a lot of it is, is, is top down and, and a lot of it is bottom up. But um, you've got to find ways for your, uh, for your company, for your community uh, to, to influence that culture and to help keep people secure uh, by, by making sure that culture supports uh, uh, th- that, that outcome.
1: Do you think that is why that we are seeing more BSOs being implemented in the corporate world? Um, you know,
2: I I, I think uh, BSOs are, are are a great way of doing that, right? You know, you, you're you're essentially deputizing or embedding uh, people in 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 departments, so so close. You know, the security hits closer to home when you can, you know, personify it in a way, um, and you know, yeah, I I think uh, uh, you know have, having that, um, you know, uh, you know, it it really reinforces. The message that the security is important it's something you know that that's on our team that security person is in our meetings uh every, every week or every month right I, I see them i can go to ask questions um and, and and they can help uh you know create that culture um but but again it 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 has to be driven uh, uh as as a value right and people have to uh to believe that the, that the company uh, uh values security right so if you're in an organization that, that's constantly taking shortcuts. That that's maybe doing unethical things. There's not that same incentive for folks to to want to you know call out. Hey, I, I saw this issue. Can we go fix it? If they feel like they're going to be penalized, uh, or, or or you know there were going to be consequences for for trying to improve the security of the organization, right? We we see that with a lot of organizations that um, you know. I mean, I hate to say it this way, but you know sometimes people bury their head in the sand, um, and and I, I think they're doing it um because the culture of that organization uh you know says that you not burying your head in your sand um is going to be harder and we're and we're we're going to make it difficult we're not going to encourage you we're not going to support you in in improving and I, I think again to make ourselves secure we we've got to be committed to 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 you know continuous improvement right and and some companies you know that's 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 their motto right continuous improvement um but not every organization I- embraces that. And I think it can be a struggle, uh, but definitely having, uh, you know, people inside every department uh, or, or every division, uh, totally, that, that, that's a win. I, I know a lot of organizations, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking particularly here of Toyota, um, that, that, that does embed security folks in, in every project. Uh, so anything that goes on, uh, you know, maybe you have a project management office, right? Embed security in, in the PMO. Um, embed security on on on, on different teams. I, I, again, I, I think that only helps the situation. And those folks don't have to be you know super technical uh, you know uh, firewall engineers or cloud architects, uh, but they can help create that culture um, even with a, a, a non technical marketing background, right? I, I I think you can you can have a lot of success because the people you're trying to influence are people. Right. So thinking about humans in terms of what humans need to, 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 to grow and learn and change, um, that's not necessarily a technical uh, uh, discipline that, that you have to have mastered and you don't have to recruit uh, someone with you know 20 years IT experience to, 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 to go have success with that.
1: I had a group of CISOs on a happy hour, a virtual happy hour, and we were just having some discussions of what they were doing with their culture in their organizations. And these were some pretty large companies. I think it was like First Serve and... Um, Blue Cross Blue Shield and they said that instead of punishing you know where the, you, you see some companies punishing if you know you get caught in a phishing attack or there's a breach they're doing like Cybersecurity day like every 90 days and yeah. it's a contest and they're getting prizes and people actually look forward to that day and I you know like that's a fun day for the organizations so I thought that was really cool and hopefully we're seeing more of that out there instead of the reverse of being fired. Or, or what have you.
2: Yeah, so, so you know, we, we did something similar last year, right? We, we know, you know, the sim, p- people don't like, you know, being victimized, right? With So, um, you know, when we send our simulated phishing messages, right, it, 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 you know, people complain. They don't, they don't necessarily like that. They, they feel like they're being tricked. Um, so when the pandemic started, um, I, I kind of held off on, on, on doing, you know, my, my, my regularly scheduled simulated phishing campaigns. Um, and instead, I, I, I played a game. Um, so I, I, I called it the the biggest fisher, uh, and, and you know you, you guys can feel free to to, to copy me. If, uh, uh, and 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 essentially all I did for for security awareness month last year, um, we, uh, we we had a, a, a it, you know kind of a biggest loser style competition, right? So whoever clicks on the fewest phishing messages got a free vacation day. Um, they also had to report uh, when they noticed a the phishing message, right? Because we want to also reinforce the behavior that that you should be proactively doing things when you notice a fish, not just not clicking. Um, and it was fascinating, right? I, you know, one of the the, the folks um, in our th- athletics department actually called me. Um, she was in, in tears, like, George, I just, I just wanted to tell you, right? I, you know, I, I haven't had fun at my job in six months. It, you know, the, the pandemic has been so stressful. But this game, like, I, I'm coming to work every day happy now because I, I want to spot that fish, <laughs> um, right? And, and, you know, again, it, you know, I only gave a handful of vacation days away um, but re- really people loved it and, and and these are relationships that that that, that have continued for, for, for you know the, the next year um, people they, they still will, will, will email me and say hey I, I noticed this or hey I had this other question it's it's all about relationships right um, and you know, so you know one of the other takeaways again going back to the habit of skepticism is um, it, it's so interesting oh, you know over the course of the last uh, uh six or seven years i professionally have sent uh, over 20,000 uh, simulated phishing messages um and in the in the research i did for the book um, it, it suggested that the, that people as humans um, are, are better uh, at problem solving analytical skills uh in the mornings and, and the and then in the afternoons right and, and it has to do with your, your natural, uh, uh, stress hormones, the, the cortisol levels in your body, and they just naturally go up throughout the day. Um, and, and so, you know, for, for students, they've, they've, they've studied students taking tests, uh, students do better, uh, uh, in the mornings versus the afternoons by like a hundred points, like on an SAT score. Um, uh, they, uh, uh, doctors, uh, make fewer mistakes and, and, and find more, uh, 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 you know, clinical issues in, in the mornings uh, when they're when when they're naturally more able to do uh, analytical uh, tasks uh, than in the afternoons. Um, and so again, you know, thinking, uh, that, you know, writing the book, researching. I thought, well, what what if I go back and look at my simulated phishing messages? I wonder what would what it would what it would show. And and actually, it turns out that that our users were ten times more likely to click on a phishing message in the afternoon than than in the morning. Which is crazy, um, and and so we also went back. You know, since I think reporting phishing is so important, uh, we looked at at real reports of of, of phishing messages to our, to our help desk, um, and it turns out that, that users are are actually three times more likely to report a phishing message uh, in the morning in the, than in the afternoon. Because again, that that those skills that that they need to 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 identify fish are, are are just naturally more available to them in the morning than uh, than in the afternoon. So. You know, I, I think that that tells us that uh, we ought to be helping our folks develop healthy habits um, and 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 find other techniques to help protect them when they're most vulnerable. Um, and and I, you know, it, I, 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 the the research suggests that um, you know again analytical skills are in and and your your neocortex, you know, the part of your brain that controls uh, you know problem solving, um, but habits are in, in, in a different part of your brain. Uh, that that's evolutionary, evolutionarily uh, less susceptible to uh, to uh, to have to those changes throughout the day, right? So again, focusing on habits, we we know habits are fifty percent of of represent fifty percent of all human behavior. Um, so if we're going to start anywhere when it comes to improving our security outcomes, it, it's got to be around uh, developing healthy security habits.
1: Well, that's really interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because I know you talked about that in Dallas at our show, and it, it got me thinking about marketing as well. And when we do our marketing campaigns, and I've been doing this job of being an event planner for over 20 years, and I've tried every way there is, but... It's it's the morning, you know, you have to there's a certain time that your marketing campaigns will be opened and it's in the morning and Mm. it's, you know, generally between nine and 1030. If you send it any other time, any other time of the day, it goes down drastically and you'd almost think that that would be in the afternoon because you're saying people are opening phishing attacks more in the afternoon so you'd think maybe they'd open marketing campaigns which could be a phishing attack so it's kind of interesting to me those uh but I guess it's people being well aware they know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, they, they know it's a future con message so they, they know that's business. If they didn't know future con, then they probably wouldn't open the email. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 fascinating. there, there, there there's there's so much to explore and learn about you know humans. It, it, it's hard because all of that uh, that, that stuff is inside us, you know, there, there's, there's no dashboard, uh, for what's going on inside George's head, um, uh, that, that I can, you know, send a syslog and, uh, you know, uh, uh, track with, with my SIM. Right. So, you know, finding ways, other ways to measure behaviors, I think is really important, but, you know, again, the research suggests, um, that, that habits work a lot like a muscle, um, which, which means that, uh, they, they can get tired, right. Um, and, and you know, the, the, there's there's this great study about marshmallows and, and, and children, uh, where you know they, they 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 you know they'll they'll, they'll get the kids to uh, to wait to eat the marshmallow, um, but if if they're tired, if uh, you know, for adults they did the same study with cookies, but they had the, the, the researchers yell at the people, <laughs> um, and so the people just ate the cookies instead of waiting because their willpower, their 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 their, their habit muscles actually get tired. Uh, because they have to deal with all the other things that are going on in our lives. And I think, you know, for the last year and a half, oh my gosh, we've all been overwhelmed. It's, it's so hard uh, to 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 get through the day uh, without like seeing the next news thing that, that, that that's come across. Um, and I think, you know, the, again, the, the, the cyber criminals have figured that out and, and that's why they're, I, I think pushing harder than ever uh, because they're being more successful than ever. Um, and, you know, again, I, I think we, the, the, so that's the bad news, right? Habits work like a muscle, and they can get tired. Uh, the good news is that habits work like a muscle, uh, and guess what? That means our muscles can get stronger. Um, and, and you know, th- through you know the, the the process of developing your habits, um, you you you, know, you can train just like with a muscle, right? So start easy, right? You you don't want to start with the, the 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 biggest heaviest weight. Um, f- find things that, that you're comfortable with, um, and and start building those muscles o- over time, so that you know, when when something does happen, um, you know you've you've already developed those habits, and, and you're prepared uh, for 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 whatever that that challenge will be.
1: So, out of all nine of these habits, is there one habit? that you, if someone was, you had mentioned earlier, someone said, there's nine, you know, where do I start? Is there one of them that you would suggest someone to start here or do you have them chronologically how you think people should start their habits?
2: So, you know, initially when I was writing the book, I I, I definitely was thinking about them as progressive, right? Start with, you know, cybersecurity literacy. uh, Then, you know, so if you learn to read, then don't believe everything you read, go to skepticism. Uh, vigilance is is kind of an applied skepticism. Uh, secrecy, you know, you've got to know what you have in order, and what what secrets you have in order to protect them, right? So it was very much a progressive thing. Um, but again, as, as I as I kind of got to the end of the book, I realized now, like, let's let's focus instead on on individuals, right? So it might it might be easy for for me uh, to be vigilant, right? My 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 strengths are vigilance and diligence, which makes me a cybersecurity explorer. Um, and that, that's, a, a, you know, a maybe very different from someone who um, is, is, is great at, at, at both culture and literacy. So that would make you a cybersecurity believer. Um, different habits will, will, will be easier for, for different people to pick up. So, you know, I, I would say, you know, focus on those two strengths. Take, take the test. You can see the, uh, the, the, the URL in the chat. It's wellawaresecurity.com. Um, uh, and, and find out what your, what your strengths are. Um, you know, but again, if, if there's any one habit, um, that I would say you, you ought to focus on, um, if, if, you, if you forget all the other habits, um, if you just have to start with one, you don't want to take the test, totally fine. Um, start with community, right? B- build a network of folks, um, that you can go to, to ask questions, uh, that, and get, get advice, right? And, and that's, that's good advice, no matter whether we're talking about security or, uh, just you know career counseling or networking right community i, I think is our primary strength as as, as human beings and and, we, and we've definitely got to leverage that so um if, if you don't read any other chapter in the book go 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 straight to the community chapter uh and, and and get it there but but definitely you know find find out what your own strengths are right you know do that process of uh, of figuring out okay you know who who am i uh you know what's going to be the easiest step for me to to, to start taking uh, you know, steps to, to become more cyber secure.
1: George Finney, he's the chief security officer from, uh, Southern Methodist university out of Dallas, his book right here. Well aware people can find that on Amazon. Is that correct, George?
2: That's right. Amazon it's on Barnes and Noble target. Uh, uh in, it's in bookstores, airport bookstores now. Um, and my favorite, uh, it's, it's on audible. So, you know, if you, if you prefer to listen to your books, uh, def- definitely check it out there. Uh, I, I didn't uh, narrate it myself. Uh, we, we hired a professional who is awesome. I, 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 I randomly, I, I came home the other day and my wife was listening to, to this book and I thought, well, that sounds like a really smart guy. Oh, uh, well, George! Please, the show this is
1: going to cut us <laughs> off. I don't want—I hate to cut you off. So, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of And Security for All. You can check out George on LinkedIn. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful Labor Day and pay tribute to all those public servants out there. Thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you for tuning into And Security for All.